Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spidey Dude Experience. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood host and webmaster of spidey-dude.com. This is the audio version of the Spidey Dude Experience. If you haven't checked this out on our YouTube page, I highly encourage you to do so. Go to youtube.com, just search for Spidey Dude Radio Network, and you'll be able to find us there very easily. Thanks for listening if you're an audio listener, but be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And coming soon, we'll be all on Amazon Music Podcasts, so you can use us there. So, also, I want to give a shout-out to our friend of the website, and he's our Patreon member, Vinkman. Now, our Patreon page is designed to help out our website and help bring in more great content, be able to upgrade equipment and be able to bring better features to our various shows. So, check out those shows if you haven't already. Go to spidey-dude.com. You can find them all there, but also you can find them on your favorite podcasting platforms, like the aforementioned three that I made. You can all you can listen to stuff like ASM Classics, which is about to have its season two debut later on this year. Make My Mayday, which is another weekly show here on the Spidey Dude Network. Clone Saga Chronicles, the uh, the comprehensive Clone Saga podcast, and Spectacular Radio, a podcast wholly devoted to the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. We are about to wrap those last two up, and later on this year we'll have a new show called The Forgotten. That'll be debuting, as well as other shows that are related to our network, such as The Broken Rider Variety Hour, and that's already out. You can find it on Twitch at uh, twitch.com slash coolsniv. Links will be up on spray-do.com. As well as Voices from the Eerie, a Gargoyles podcast. You'll learn more about that in the final episode of Spectacular Radio. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Spidey Radio, Facebook at Spidey Dude Network, as well as the same thing on Instagram. So thanks for listening, and if we make some mentions of various things that are on the screen because we did these live-streamed, uh, please excuse those as we will have some visual aids and visual references. So with that, I turn it over to myself. We'll see you at the end of this very episode. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, I'm Zach Joyner. This is the Spidey Dude Experience, and this is episode three. Um, we are recording this, uh, and so again, welcome if this is your first time watching our show. Well, welcome if you're listening to the show for the first time, picking it up with episode three. Hopefully you go back and listen to the last few episodes to kind of get to know us, but we've got a great panel here today. That's right, we got a panel. And uh, we're gonna, that's everybody, but we're going to start with, uh, we'll introduce Paul first. Paul? Oh, oh why me? All right. All right. Hi. Hi. How you guys doing? Poor Paul. He's been having audio issues today, so. Do I, uh, do I sound like that crap, crap still? Yeah, but that's okay. We're recording, so it's fine. Okay. okay. Um, but. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome back to Paul. Paul's been Hi. a couple episodes since Paul's been on, or been yeah. an episode since Paul's yeah. been on. Next up, we got Adam Shingle. Welcome back, Adam. Hi. He's just, he's just doing the peace sign, yeah, for our audio. Peace listeners. and love. <laughs> for our audio, Ringo Star now. Go to. Uh, you kind of have the Ringo Star glasses though, so it kind of kind of fits. You've got a haircut, haven't you? No, not really. It's just oh. growing out a bit. Oh, okay. I thought you had a haircut. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Hi. 
yeah, Kelly, aka Make My uh, at Make My Mayday. Uh, hashtag Make My Mayday. And, and yes, don't forget to use the hashtag. 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 All right. Next up is, or finally, to round it out, Yay! Neil. Neil why, why is Neil on mute? And why did he also start wearing glasses? Our glasses. Says Clark Kent. Glasses, also, also, I'm in this white void. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to call it purgatory. Oh, so you're John okay. Oliver part two. Hold on. Can yeah. You... All right. I, I, too, have put on some glasses. Whoa. Go. 70s. But, but Kelly, these are prescription. I need these. <laughs> Why weren't you wearing them more? Okay. I'm the because... only one not wearing glasses. And the only reason I'm not is because I have my contacts in. So I yeah. Really well, that's what I, like, I have my contacts in. I can't wear my glasses. Then I would be blind. Exactly. The, the, Which is the, the only reason of what you're supposed to have. All right. The, so the, the only reason I have the only reason I haven't wearing them is because they my eyes hurt. Oh yeah. 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 So <laughs> don't do that. Anyway, today we are uh, we are covering ASM numbers eight twelve through eight sixteen. So eleven through fifteen. If you're using the the standard numbering. Uh, really excited to cover this one. Uh, the, so I want to. Sorry, yeah, my eyes are hurting. Uh, okay. Ah, well. Right. Poor, poor, poor Neil. His eyes are hurting. All Everything right. hurts. <laughs> this is just. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Is it sinus, homie? <laughs> what was that, Paul? Is it sinuses? I don't know. <laughs> it's Might probably be. it. It's probably just twenty twenty. Like there weeks. is. It's probably it, a twenty. It's a twenty twenty headache. Yes. Twenty twenty itis. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lie down back here while y'all talk about the talk about Spider Man. It's, it's fine. I actually, um, while while Zach talks about the recap, yes. I'm I'm going to to get a pupper. Mm. Uh, pupper. Who yeah. is very very upset. So if pupper shows up. All right. Good night, guys. Uh, <laughs> All right. Night, Neil. Night, Neil. Have a nice nap. Yeah, so <laughs> oh that makes God. me feel really special that he's gonna take a nap while I'm doing the recap. Like, wow! Hey, it's bed, it's I, feel sa- I feel safe. I feel safe. Oh my God! Wow. Tell him so. a bedtime story. <laughs> tell, tell me the bedtime story. Tell me the ballad of J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> All right, uh, get to work, dang. J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, good lord! I have the freaking overlay on and. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. Wow. <laughs> All right. We got the overlay. So there we go. It's uh, issue 11. Get to work. And uh, so. All right. We're going <laughs> to. Otley's back. Yay. Otley is Yay. back. Yay. Uh, for more on that, listen to our last episode. So we open <laughs> up. It's called Lifetime Achievement Part 1 is the first part. We open up. It's Christmas time. Christmas time in New York, that is. And you have all the sights and sounds from Rockefeller Center to Santa Claus and the, and the toy shops. And then you have a giant uh, splash page where <laughs> a man is yelling, calling somebody a nincompoop. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, you, uh, that person, in fact, is that Spider-Man's a hero. And Or my name's not J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, wow, what a twist. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yeah, so for those that don't know, uh, we get a brief uh, montage recap that uh, of Peter talking about his former, the former publisher of the Daily Bugle and <laughs> Peter's old arch nemesis of sorts. That's right. Uh, he then revealed 
his secret Peter revealed the secret identity to him over a dinner. But if you've been following along uh, in Spider-Man's history, this is the second time that uh, Jonah has uh, had the identity been revealed. He so, took it much better. Th- he took it much better this time, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, this, this time, this time was much better taken than the last time. But well, I'll have a story on that for those that don't know. So, uh, Jonah's talking with this caller. He's very, very angry, <laughs> and you know, he's like, "I was born for this job." Yes, he was in fact born for uh, talk radio. So, uh, his producer comes in and gives him an invitation to a banquet, and Jonah's like, "He's a criminal," but then Jonah's like got the little angel and the devil on on each side of his of, of himself because like fisk is using this for his own means let's let's face it we then cut to hippo man or hippo like hippo it's person. just, hippo. It's, I think it's just the hippo, hippo. Yeah, the hippo, hippo. I think. all right it is the hippo going for the tickle this year's hot toy which is uh the which is a galactus galactus hungers for friendship because Galactus yeah. suspiciously sounds like Elmo. I I love I I will say this real quick before I I love Spencer's like weird love of giving like these terrifying Marvel presences like Galactus like these cute lovable like he it's a weird play on consumerism where like yeah you know we we don't celebrate yeah. uh terror groups but I guess we celebrate Galactus right. Exactly. So, needless to say, this is like this is like Jingle All the Way, that fantastic film from the nineties. And it, uh, it's a timeless uh, uh, tale, really. It is a timeless tale of consumerism since yes. the nineteen eighties. It, it, it really <laughs> is. Yeah. So basically, Pete, you know, like apprehends the hippo, gets the get gets the Galactus dog, gives it to a kid. The kid goes, "We'll start for the bidding at two hundred. Do I hear two fifty? Two fifty? Like <laughs> and, and granted, that kid's got a good racket going because everyone's going at it. <laughs> oh yeah. So then we cut to some people that still get it, still get the holiday season. In fact, it is Robbie Robinson. Yay! Yay, Robbie. So Robbie you know, has invited Peter over because Martha's out of town. And uh, we then get the first hint of a mysterious girlfriend that Randy's, you know, going around. So mm-hmm. a brief intercha- uh, exchange between Robbie and Peter is like, oh, come Robbie. on, I told you. There's more to that story. I believe you, even if nobody else does. Wink. <laughs> I wonder why. Real quick, I, w- I want to say here, when, when they tease the mystery girlfriend, I called this half a year in advance. Damn. Yeah. 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 Okay, no, I have to ask you. How did you predict, how did you predict this? Because she's not she's not even in the story yet. Because Spencer has Spencer likes using the character. Oh, loves right? yeah, he loves yeah. the character. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's and fair. also that's and fair. also the history between their fathers. True. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because Tombstone. Yeah. Okay, got you. Whoops. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. All right. Anyway, if you're listening to this show, you already like either you, you already are reading reading recapping the whole like. Know. Two well, years, whatever since, it is. Yeah, yeah. since since we're also I going know, off the rails, um, I have a pupper in my in my. Ooh, video shut now. Up. Hi, hi, puppy. There is Luna. You, that is Luna. dog. Hi. Aww. It is it is the dog I'm dog sitting for tonight for my roommate. Look at nice. that nose. Oh, nice. Such a pretty pup. <laughs> I like I like, but like you notice now because she was like nonstop fussing. I she's bring like her a, down here, and now she's fine. Yep. Although I can't well. stop petting her. That's yeah. <laughs> right there. 
don't you dare stop petting you know that's it's a hard luck it's a hard luck life if you've yeah. got to just stop petting the dog anyway we then yeah. cut to uh arcade industries mm -hmm. talking to a mysterious person which we don't know it's all in shadow i'm gonna uh, blow up metal's head but they're good yeah <laughs> uh, so jonah's like you know he's real happy and he's like jay jonah jameson's back and then we get the classic peter hanging upside down uh image from ryan otley and and <laughs> Like Jonah's reflex in this is like Spider-Man. Why are you? Oh, <laughs> I love it. He goes, "Oh, right, it's a force of habit." Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this was like his like his instant reaction as soon as he sees that red, blue, and black. It's like, "Oh, why are you?" Because like, yeah. come on, let's face it. Jonah's you know gonna get webbed to a chair at some point right. in the past. So they then you know kind of walk off and kind of talk to each other, and Jonah's like trying to convince. Spider Man to come in and do this. And Pete's like, dude, I don't even like the Kingsman. I don't know why anybody. This part coming up is one of my favorite visual gags that, yeah, it's a great uh, that Otley and Spencer have ever done. <laughs> yeah. So so we have this little visual gag of like, you see Kingpin, and then you like zo zoom out, and it's Kingpin with his arm around Spider Man with a thumbs up. And then, then he's like, I love Fisk. <laughs> Real like and, Peter, and Peter's yeah. only reaction is that's Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> I read it as well, that's it's... Photoshop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know, Jameson's like, I walk alone. If I'm gonna have to do this, I don't want to have your help. Well, then you know, apparently he's not gonna walk at all because the enforcers show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Deep cut. Not really, but yeah. Well, sort of. I mean. For for current ASM, this is a deep cut. Yeah, they're not yeah, they're not yeah. used that much. So we have we have forces back in start day. fighting with one another. Uh, at one point, um, <laughs> Peter goes in and try and saves saves you know Jonah from the enforcers until there's becomes a certain point where uh, I, I don't know if that's is that Fancy Dan. That's that's I, it, that? I think I think it's, it's fancy. the tattoos. With the so, tattoos and shades, yeah. That's Fancy Dan. Yeah, so Fancy Dan then pulls his gun out. Ox grabs, like, Peter jumps out, jumps in the way. Ox sits there and does his best uh, Hulk impression from the Avengers where he just smashes, like, Peter, you know. Yeah, damn. Or uh, Kingpin and Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> true story. So, boss wants him alive for the next pot. So, Peter comes to and... Uh, Jonah's there, and then all of a sudden we hear this disembodied voice say, Jay John Jameson, this is your story to be continued. And in the background, we have we have the scorpion in his classic costume. We have a nice. bunch of flies, yeah. human flies, and we have uh the spider, the original spider slayer from Amazing Spider-Man 25. Oh yeah. With a big man in question the uh, question mark in the uh in the little Bubble on the, on the top, so that that leads us to issue number eight thirteen, which is the next issue. Uh, got a great cover. Um, should should point Ryan. out should point out that this came out at the time Stan Lee passed away. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I was going to so talk about the... this. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. So, sharing my screen right quick. Uh, got this great. We got this banner, Stan Lee, 1922, 2018. Yeah, 2018. 19, 19 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have this great cover by Ryan Otley, um, where the trade dress has been very much more subtle. 
than it was in the past. So stop sharing screen. Um, nevertheless, uh, we've cut to. Oh, hang on, click the wrong button. All right. All right. So after the brief memorial to Stan Lee, we have Amazing Spider-Man Lifetime Achievement. Uh, Ryan Otley, Nick Spencer, same team as last time. We cut right where we left off, where Peter and, or seconds after we left off, where Peter and Jonah are running for their ever-loving lives. We cut back to the dinner at the Century Club, which, that's a deep cut, if you know what that's all about. So Right, yeah. Um, right. Ooh, deep cut. So, Mayor, wait, Mayor wait, wait, Fitz, really quick, really quick, quick. Is that where in Goblin and in Human Torch were they were they fucking in the early years with Ditko? Yeah, they mm-hmm. that was the yeah. that was the country club that uh, yeah. Jonah used to be at, and like you you've seen it throughout the history. Yeah. Like, there's a prominent scene during the Clone Saga that towards the very end of that uh, that uh, blanking uh, Scarlet Spider or Scarlet Spider Spider Man Unlimited issue, the last one before mm-hmm. Revelations, where you see uh, that's where we first see Roderick Kingsley come back and like all these characters that were part of the century club. So yeah, definitely. It was also prominent in the eighties with, with the Stern run. Right. So, okay. Wasn't this, am I thinking of a different one? I'm thinking of the gentleman's club that in, was it an ASM seven ninety seven? The one that he was being held hostage in. That might be ASM. it. Well, actually, oh, hang on. Let me go back and look. I, well, nah, never mind. We'll just, well, that was pro- cause like one. maybe, I think that was supposed to be, or that was at least supposed to be, I think, the club that Norman was a member of, like, in the Ditko run, but you didn't really, you saw him, like, a little bit yeah, in the yeah. background, and then... Yeah, that, he was he was a member of the Century Club, because that's where that's where uh, Jonah and, and Norman really hung out a lot, so... Nevertheless, we have uh, Fisk being told, hey, this ceremony was supposed to begin an hour ago. It's like, we will wait. Mm. There's no way this fool avoids the spotlight like this one, like a moth to a flame. And when he arrives, that web cretin won't dare risk dare risk his newfound allegiance with his greatest enemy. It'll be a wonderful photo op, won't it? Jameson, Spider-Man, me, arms around each other for the whole world to see, including all of the wall crawlers' vigilante friends. So yes, these people will wait. But can we at least serve the chicken? No, they will make do with the salad bar. When the kingpin <laughs> goes vegan, the whole city goes vegan. <laughs> okay, it's funny, but that that also was not very kingpin pinish to me. Like the, he'd go go vegan, whatever. I just I don't know. Everyone else no. has to do what I no, do. You know what? No, I I thoroughly enjoy the idea of kingpin going vegan for a day, especially because <laughs> like for a day, day yeah, ago, yeah, for a day. Uh, it has to be petty. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh ah. bye, Kelly. Hi, bye. Um, I like, clicked on the wrong bye, Kelly. Hi. Hi. I, I, I am sitting very weird, so the dog is comfortable. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, no, like, because, too, I think that that was also a joke because, like, at the time, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z had said that they were, like, super vegan, too. So I feel like that was a play on that because, of course, Wilson Fisk would do whatever Beyonce said. Exactly. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, he's, yeah. he, he, being mayor, he maybe has to keep because I, I just don't see the kingpin pin being a vegan at all, at all. But that's just me. Yeah, I for, for being vegan for a day, just for a day, day, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. 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 Makes, yeah. I, I took yeah. it as he was he was vegan like forever. So, so I mean, yeah. he could be like we don't know what his like what he's maybe. decided. 
maybe he's like instead of just you know i he, he's like i'm just gonna find alternative sources of protein to maintain my my my, my body mass i don't know right it's yeah. it's, new it's, new right? it's new york's news health program Everyone yeah. goes vegan because the ping pin's doing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There Which is go. something that I'm going to avoid making the joke about the current mayor of New York. But nevertheless, uh, we have we have a recap with Jameson, you know, yelling into the microphone and, and kind of the brief recap page that has become so synonymous with this run. Because remember, every issue is somebody's first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which leads us to whatever here is. And then we get this giant spotlight. Um, basically where it's J. Jonah Jameson, this is your life. Uh, a young Talking about being a young boy that was abandoned by his biological father. Uh, his uncle raised him, and, and it was not a very good home. It was a tough home, but he found his outlet, which was journalism. J. Jonah Jameson Jr., which nobody ever knew about the junior part until much after, but that's okay. Retroactive continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, Jonah's like, man, I like this. And so, one of the best like memeable <laughs> panels of Peter is that it's a museum of Jonah. It's my worst nightmare. <laughs> I, I wanted, I wanted to remove the dialogue box and yeah. just like have, have it like as a reaction image. Yeah. Yes. It's a great one. Actually. It is a really great. Really? Oh my God. So much hair. Sorry. <laughs> out of context. Nobody's anyway. Out of, so out remember, of context, remember, remember listeners, there's a dog right next to, right next to Kelly. Um, <laughs> So we got to. Dog's like, uh, who, me? We got back to our mysterious man in silhouette uh, talking with Arcade. And uh, he talks about that he needs to put on his suit. So, like, context clues would lead to you think maybe this is, in fact, Gargan. This took place a little bit ago. And so Peter's like, Can you realize I, this is quickly. Yeah. I have to say, say I hate, hate him. Arcade, I think, is the worst Marvel villain ever. <laughs> Well, this, this is for, for in fairness. Arcade went through a really bad. Uh, he's been bad, Neil. Always, he's never been good. Well, no, but I'm talking about like even even like you could tolerate him, but like after Avengers Arena, where he right <laughs> where, where he had basically the Hunger Games of yeah. the Marvel universe <laughs> yeah. and killed off a lot of beloved characters, and then he had an absolute. But after that, he never really bounced back until this run. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, yeah, because, good sir. Because because his last appearance before this, I think, was uh, Patsy Walker, aka Hellcat. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, Arcade. I remember uh, for those who don't remember my, age, I'm 38. I read Excalibur when I was out with Chris, uh, Chris Claremont that stuff, and um, I Alan Davis, and that was like the first that he did did, and Arcade was part of it. And he also had some I read some X Men prints with with Doctor Doom Cade. And I, I just got I just I just hate Ark. I just think he's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, I if, if seriously you could kill him off forever, ever, I'd be stoked. Stoked. Because I think he's worthless. <laughs> worthless. <laughs> Damn. All right. Damn. We'll, we'll talk more about that in a couple minutes. Oh, yeah. Right. He, 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 I know we're not with Arcade really? yet, but I just want to say that for the record. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> really. I, I mean I to both, but no, she <laughs> no, started right, whining right. as I like was putting my hand away. Like, oh, really? So, needless to say, we then cut over to uh, we're we're still going through. This is your life, Jonah Jameson, and we then cut to the little cutest little guy you ever saw, which was little baby John. And then mm-hmm. we hear a blam! Tragedy struck when his first wife was killed by a masked gunman. After mm-hmm. the chat, 
uh, press F for the in the chat. So uh, after Jones' death, Jonah poured himself into his work and climbed the ranks from just a lowly reporter to the editor in chief, chair at the Daily Bugle. So, but he raised him right, and John became a fine man of his own, a celebrated astronaut tasked with a with vert, vital experiment experimental mission, going back all the way to Amazing Spider-Man number one. And then Peter's like, and this is where the part gets awkward. So we get uh, a cavalcade of, of headlines from the Daily Bugle. We get this, you know, menacing-looking Spider-Man over you know, overlaid, and then we have Spider-Man's face in Galactus, Spider-Man's face in Doctor Doom, Spider-Man's yeah. face in the Green Goblin. I mean, so, kind of looks like the which I like them, by the way. They, they looks. I was. I like that. They look, 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 look cool. Yeah. They did look cool. So we then, you know, he gets accepted by, you know, frauds and the interloper. And then we take, Jonah decided to take matters in his own hands. This is where we get the uh, little aside of, of Matt Gargan and, <laughs> you know, what happened with Matt Gargan. And then mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was only the beginning of his efforts because we then got uh, the, the uh, Spider Slayer from Amazing 25. Then we had the, the human fly. <laughs> Jonah's like trying to justify it. He's like, that wasn't even really me. Deacon forced poor Farley to give him fly powers at gunpoint. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to Marla Jameson made spider slayers. God. God. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry. That's like what one that? of my uh, listen, listen. I I will tell you, Marla Jameson making spider slayers became a meme. Adam, you never looked better. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. become a dog. Yeah, let me uh, let me shift everybody around. There, okay, there we go. Now, there now we go. Everybody's in the right spot now. Uh, <laughs> I must have no, missed Kelly's supposed to be out of <laughs> Do what? Can someone send me send me this about making spider slayers? Because I never saw it. Okay, so okay, so my amongst my friends like 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 uh, Josh and Don, and we, okay. every time we talked about oh, like bye. continuity porn, God damn. Um, <laughs> the first thing we would bring up was Marla Jameson making Spider Slayers because that was something that like Slot every time she appeared, Slot had to make an aside. And do you remember that I made Spider Slayers? Like nobody spoke that way, so. <laughs> That's I, why I, I kind of. I, I, like, I know people in real life who would talk that way, but I don't. I'm not going to name names. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, Jonah was kind of, you know, going through and reminiscing about his his, his relationship with Marla, and then uh, she was taken away, and that wasn't the only person he lost. He reunited with his biological father, only to see him die. He lost one of his best friends and reporters directly related to spider violence. Foswell. So this should be your hit because Foswell died well before these other two previous events. This is the only event that happens that's out of, out of order. And so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> he had made a vow, like Jonah made a vow that, that web menace would die for what he did. But then, uh, Something happened after years, something terrible after years of fighting the good fight. He betrayed us all. Peter, er, Spider-Man and Jonah, friends. So. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so th- they realize they're in a, they're backed into a corner and 
Peter's trying to fight his way through, starts fighting the, the, the scorpion, and like Jonah's like, I know what to do, you know, starts going, hey, idea. So he says he practically invented these things, which is a blatant lie, because we all know it was Alistair Smythe. Uh, or not Alistair, Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. Yeah. yeah, Spencer Smythe. And so, needless to say, uh, Jonah's like really excited that he's able to help and actually make a difference, and all of a sudden, we have this big giant foot come through the wall. The, the <clears throat> big, the literal big man is back, now made into giant form, and that's the way the issue ends. So we then cut to issue number eight fourteen. That's right, eight fourteen. Uh, still has the Lord. All right, I'm going to share the screen right quick. Show everybody the uh, the cover. And I gotta take the overlay off because that's not way that's gonna work. All right, so we then have the uh, <laughs> still have the the Stanley banner on it. A great image of, of what's happening in the issue. Another great cover by Ryan Otley. So that's a good one. Is there is a good cover? Uh, I think that's what they. I don't know if that's what they ended up using. I think they may have ended up using it. The is. First is that what oh, they wait, ended up no. using for the trade? Oh, for, oh, for the trade. Uh, they eight used, twelve. Yeah, or, they used no, the previous. Not eight twelve. Uh, yeah, um, fifteen. Right. No, they used uh, number 12's cover. Yeah, 12. Uh, that's okay. what I so, um, needless to say, we open up right where the last issue left off. Jonah, you know, we have a brief recap of what's going on interspersed with uh, Peter trying to fight this big, giant, big man. And uh, get it, big say, man. Yeah, the big man, the literal big man. The you like Spencer seems to like giant robots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the big man. Of and Holly, too, I guess. Yeah, I mean, so there, there's giant is, characters. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, needless to say, you know, Foswell, or, or not Foswell, Big Man has as Spider Man in his grasp, and at this point, it's revealed that uh, inside the giant mecha suit is, in fact, Frederick Foswell Jr. To be hmm. precise. That was a twist. Yeah, that was a twist. So. Uh, we get a brief recap of what, what happened with Frederick Foswell and, um, you know, what happened at, even to the point of where his sister, uh, tried to become the big man at one point it cost her her life. That's a very deep cut. That's like obscure, <laughs> very obscure, very, very obscure. That's this literally like, two issues. Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, it was a spectacular Spider-Man issue. This is this tells you that that Otley it was it was Marvel team up actually. Was it? Oh yeah, Marvel team up. Yeah, yeah, it was team up. Yeah, yeah. So very early issues of Marvel team up. Well, so, hey, really, really quick, really quick. So if that's that's the case, rereading Marvel team up now. Location of Snow Man. Like I'm reading all the issues. Do oh, you know, know kind of what it's? I'm well, actually, I'm enjoying it because it's Conway and I love Conway. But I'm in, I'm in like thirty something. When when does she come? In? Comes up, you're you're getting there. It's thirty nine cool. yeah. forty. I'm stoked because I because I remember he came back or <clears throat> Big Man can came back and I know I, I know it was a, it was his daughter. So that was actually a, a kind of earlier for me. I was like, whoa, okay. So I I had no idea. So I'm stoked though that it's gonna be in team up. I thought it was in spectacular. That's great. All right. Yeah. So that uh, like I say that that kind of you know the very very deep cut. So. Basically, uh, Foswell actually gets the gun that killed his dad, 
How? And, like the plot ready, demanded it. Yeah. Re- uh, ready to literally fire it into into uh, Spider Man when Jonah has this very clear epiphany and kind of talks about what happened in the detail about what happened that night where the bullet was meant for for Jonah actually and, and Foswell took that bullet and he died in his arms and so you know basically tells Jonah that if anybody needs to be shot. Um, Uh, it needs to be him, and so uh, Foswell's like, "I'm going to kill you both." And needless to say, uh, Jonah then click, clicks the button in his back in, in his back pocket, or tucked in uh, tucked in the back waist of his pants, and starts to wrap up uh, Foswell. But not before Foswell does let off a shot, which hits sh- Jonah in the shoulder. Peter then uses uh, uses his webbing to squelch the uh, staunch the bleeding. And this, there's a self-destructive sequence that's initiated. So, needless to say, Peter then throws this big giant mecha bot because he has literally had enough of this entire plot and throws it up <laughs> in the sky before it blows up. So that was a power play. Like that, that, that's a that's a feat right there. Yeah. So, needless to say, uh, Jonah's like. Peter kind of tells him, look, you know, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It's only matters what happens today, you know, what what you're going to do today and what you're going to do in the future. So Jonah then goes up. They're at the, they're at the dinner. And what I love about the background characters is that everybody's annoyed as crap because they haven't been fed yet. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a long night. So Jonah's like, this won't take long. And all comes out with his arm and sling and, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know him and two two of New York's greatest mayors. You know, so he's like, you can, you can. I have got an idea where you can stick this, and basically kind of talks talks about how he was a megalomaniac who could barely uh, care for his own family and um, cost him everything. So, uh, I also like the Eugene Slop Watson with the. Uh, Jonah being a mayor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't dislike. Uh, no, like I, I don't dislike the concept. Truth be told. I think it's actually a, a pretty interesting idea of Jonah because like, if, if they're not going to make a difference, I'll make a difference. Yeah, exactly. I did feel like that part of, of the Brandon day run was in character for, for Jonah. So Jonah then shows up at the at the radio station, and we get these two doofuses. That's like, you know, welcome back. We're asking the question, Doctor Noon, under under the mask, hot or not? <laughs> hey, oh, I get that. <laughs> so Jonah's hey. like, who the hell? Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah, bad. Sorry. Uh, like, who who are the idiots? And so, <laughs> oh, hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, Neil. So, so the station, station cut back his show instead of it being on at nine o'clock when everybody's getting to work, it's on at ten. <laughs> so ten, the show <laughs> gets, is to get to work with Jonah, who isn't at work by ten. I'm not broadcasting to a bunch of shiftless layabouts who don't know how to set an alarm clock, uh, or even worse, shift workers. Okay, Come can on. can can I just can I just say that that particular panel um, has aged like a fine wine. 
in the yeah. year 2020 where everyone is now if they do still have a job they are working yeah. at home instead yeah. of in the office unless your bosses are evil yeah. so exactly so then we have the first reintroduction or first time we've seen uh nora winters in a few issues so just like be, that it'll be, it'll, it'll be the last time we see her for another 20 i think oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah yeah so see, now uh, i'm tired neil you took a nap the dog took a nap now <laughs> i want to take a nap god dang it neil <laughs> I'm mad it, at you now. I wasn't the one who started it. The dog started it. No, no, you cannot blame this on an on an animal. That's yeah, not your that's eyes not hurt. hurt. And you hit and you hit a lamb. Do you think the dog? Do you think the dog? I got the dog tired. Is that how this works maybe, now? Maybe. Oh, yes. Your, your, yes. Your dog. Your dog ass tired is what you now are. Anyway. <laughs> so moving on. So we then cut to a brief scene where uh, you have a conversation between uh, the scorpion and some unknown person just yet but then you know uh neil's favorite comedy duo of uh taskmaster and black ant show best back up. best boys <laughs> the best boys needless to say the uh, taskmaster shoots him in the head Dang. with a dart and he wakes up uh you know in, in jail basically and so uh his old buddy the vulture's like you know don't bother if you do manage to get out. They just hunt you down again. So we didn't have the tarantula. We have King Cobra. We have Stegron. <laughs> we don't. Okay. All in the background. On the final splash page. To be continued. Next King, issue. King uh, Cobra. King Cobra was a surprise one for me because, like, yeah, you know, yeah. tra tra traditionally, I don't think of King Cobra when I think of like you know the big animal themed Spider Man villains. I mean, he, he yeah. did, he's in Roger Stern's run. Run is in there. No, yeah, I'm just saying, like, traditionally, when I think of, you know, big yeah, animals, right. animal-themed Spider-Man villains, I don't think of King Cobra, but I guess Dr. Octopus was not really available at the moment. So Yeah, right. so before, before we get to the next two issues, because I feel like we've kind of ended this arc, I wanted to kind of, like, go around the horn and kind of talk about what we have, oh, what we've thought about. Cool. So, Lifetime Achievement, you know, three-part story. Uh, let's start with not Neil because he decided to take a nap on the job. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll go with Adam first. Oh no! I feel like I feel like Zach's trying to spite me. Oh. Oh no! It's because you got to take a nap and I didn't. Spidey dude, Civil War. You want me? You want me to take over for a bit while you're taking a nap, Zach? <laughs> no, I'm good, buddy. All right, Adam, give us your thoughts. <laughs> what are my thoughts on this? Um. Uh, I thought Jonah's contradictory nature in this was amusing. He's going back and forth between like, you know, Kingpin's a menace, you know, Kingpin's terrible. Oh, but I'm getting an award. So Kingpin's the greatest, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man's yeah. my friend, but he's like, you know, he's ruining Peter's like fights, his fighting and all that. Um, you know, the enforcers, uh, I thought it was good that they gave us his backstory in this because just the other day I was looking at this panel from Spectacular that like it's like his origin story of you know how he got to the Daily Bugle and in one thing drawn by Ron Friends actually uh, written oh, by Bill Mantlo and like he was like oh I was a copy boy in in the Depression and I was like oh well that. <laughs> That's that out the window. That, that's out the window now. That's so dated. I wonder, I wonder how they're you know do. And they changed it up. Spencer changed it up. I don't know if 
someone else did it before, but it was like, oh yeah, I'm a, I was a copy boy in the depression. And then I did a story on a soup kitchen riot that got me to the, you know, the journalism desk. And then I worked my way up to editor in chief. And then I saved every penny I had and bought the daily bugle. So it's, there's some differences here to that, but I, I think it's good that there's like, okay, we have like a concise origin for him for the current times um i appreciate seeing like you know his you know joan getting shot because that's like i i want to say that the animated series might have done that first because i don't think that was uh i i don't i'm not okay to be fair i'm not an expert on yeah um well none of us can be adam all the time Right. Well, I've, I mean, not, all, not, all us, not all of us can make deep cuts. I'm a, I'm barely I'm barely an expert, but it's just things that I'm you know noticing. Um, I like seeing Scorpion again, or I like to call him uh, Original Venom because to me, you know, Original Venom. I don't know if you want to. I don't know. I will what I mean you, is, I like, want to put you in a room with Symbio, bro, and watch you guys fight it out. That would be what great. I. What I mean is that, like, he was he was the concept of Venom, you know, the Dark Mirror of Spider-Man. I think before Venom was, if that makes sense. Because yeah. no, like, no. was he really though? Really? Well, I think he I was mean, supposed to be. He was supposed to be. I mean, you read that re- original Lee did go. Uh, Jonah creates him to like have him be a match for Spidey to take him out. Yeah, but, he, but, he wants a yeah. physical, a physical, and he's type. stronger. He's supposed yeah. to be stronger and and all that. He's supposed, yeah, because I mean, physically speaking, that was like one of the, one of the first times that Peter had, had ever interacted with somebody that was physically more more you know stronger than him. So later on, he goes crazy and he thinks he can't get out of his suit, which he can. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well, a, it, it's like it's subtle it's subtle stuff. I mean, I guess I, it's kind of a stretch, but it's like I feel like it, it was like it's like the prototype. Ah, you know, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, definitely see the prototype. So continue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like I like seeing Scorpion. I think Scorpion's pretty cool. Uh, this was twelve. I think was the issue that Otley uh, tweeted saying like it's great when you know you get the script and it just says fight scene do whatever. <laughs> so like and you know so you just see you just see ollie going all out with yeah, that yeah. scorpion fight yeah um and this was actually pretty brutal too spidey gets spidey gets uh beat up uh he gets like smashed in this that's a that's a noteworthy i think um and i so, like jonah's okay, uh, so I, uh i will say this just just because uh, i went and looked it up in the Mayhem is the Werewolf story from ASM 190, that was the first time we'd seen Joan appear. Mm. And oh. that's also where we see her death. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That man? Yeah, that was, that was apparently one of her... Uh, she's only had, according... This is according... Now, granted, this is according to Marvel Database. She's had two total appearances by Joan Jameson. Uh, she appeared before this in uh tangled web number 20 which was the must the must the behind the mustache issue. oh yeah and then asm 190 so uh, semper probably pulled from that because i think yeah, he, he probably i think pulled they pulled i think they pulled from that like late set that like mid to late 70s era a lot with like characterization and stuff yeah. like that 
yeah so uh that's where uh she was apparently also mentioned briefly in spider-man deadpool number seven mm -hmm. and uh clone conspiracy number three so those were uh but yeah that, those are the thing about. About. like like i i gave a lot of props for uh uh, Greg Wiseman to bring her in. She actually appeared also right. in Spectacular Spider-Man in the Gangland episode where <laughs> she takes him to the, she takes him to take Joe to the opera. Joe's like trying everything he can to get out, and he's like, "There's a there's a news story," and then like there ends up being there's news. <laughs> yeah, there ends up being a big giant fight scene, and he literally goes, "Oh, this is actually completely unintentional," but yeah, there was a news story. <laughs> I by the way, I just watched watched a gangland and I for the first time uh, a couple weeks ago because I did, I, did, I watched Fate Spectacular Spider and it by the way it was amazing. I loved it. And it, that was a great episode. So it really is one of the best episodes of the series. Uh, for sure. For more, for more, you can always check out a show called Spectacular Radio. Ooh. I know the uh, Spec Radio logo. So, never mind. I was going to never <laughs> Man, I was like going to be trying to be really, really sneaky, and and that that really. But yeah, you can go to Spectacular Radio on the Spidey Radio Network. So, all right, go back to all right. So Kelly, yes, or right, Adam, I, what's your grade? What's your grade? I'm sorry for your grade. Oh, uh, one last thing, I liked. I did like Peter's kind of like pep talk with Jonah, like, oh look, the past is the past. Yeah, you know, it's time to work toward the future. That's all we we can really do. I like that. Um, grade. I think I'd maybe give this a, a B plus. Okay. Overall, B plus. All right. So Kelly, yes. what are your thoughts on this particular issue? Um, I mean, I enjoy um, any good J. Jonah Jameson story. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters. So I I enjoyed this as an overall like arcing point of trying to give him some kind of definitive origin for this era um and it was done in a cutesy way like the thing is is and when i say cutesy it was done in a way where it really shows you how much research and time and effort nick spencer has put in to learning the mythos and the lore of spider-man and to really yeah. try and do things justice and this is something that like it's a continuing theme where he picks certain things that maybe we didn't, a newer reader wouldn't know. And he doesn't, he doesn't beat you over the head with it. Like, Oh, you should know this. It's a gentle way of reminding you of, Hey, this is, this, this is some history that happened and yeah. we're going to, we're going to touch base on this going forward. So, yeah. you know, you need to know this. And it's, it, I just, I enjoy that kind of writing style, especially with something like this. Like one of my biggest things is respecting the people that came before you and the stories that were written before you. Um, when it comes to long, long running comics like Spider-Man. Um, and, you know, I said this on the last episode and I'll say it on this episode. When this came out, we were still kind of reeling with someone who didn't respect the past. Um, because they would much rather have had their name attached to everything instead of going, hey, here's the story. Here's the character. We're going to let the characters push the story. So it's it's good. 
I I enjoyed it. Um, it's at the end of the day, this story is also low, kind of low stakes still, even though you know guns are involved. It's still kind of <laughs> a low stakes story, so it's just it's a lot of fun. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I appreciated the I appreciated the deep cuts, Neil. Yeah. Um. So, oh, so do you want to grade it from Kelly? Oh yeah. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I would say A minus. Because I, I enjoy, I, I, like I said, I enjoy stories like this, and I enjoy the way it was, it was told. So A minus, okay. A minus for you. All right, Neil, what's your, uh, what's your grade, and what are your thoughts? So I appreciated uh, one, even within the book, like they're all like you know every issue is someone's first, but Spencer takes the time to kind of walk you through like the nitty gritty of Jonah's life. Right. Yeah. And and give yeah. you, and and give you like a pretty detailed and thorough analysis of Jonah and how he's changed since he first appeared, as well as like you know it's educating the reading. The read, yeah, right? it, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of... great for old fans who want to see like a return to like you know Jonah's old or not not Jonah's old characterization, but like him him uh, knowing his history and and kind of being reassured that Spencer has a grasp on what he's doing. Um. But also, it's great for new readers who may not know the whole big man saga because we have to remember, mm-hmm. like, every issue is someone's first. Yeah. Um, but I think it was good to make this a, low, a fairly low stakes one and more of a character study of Jonah rather than, like, you know, the Marvel Universe is falling apart again. It's huh. Tuesday. Um, and, and focusing more on Jonah and Peter. They could have easily made this, like, a five character ish, a five character arc. But they didn't, and I'm glad they kept it to just the two of them because it focused on their relationship specifically. And we'll get more into that next arc. But like this was how you how you do character development arcs. There you go. Also, Otley's art was good and it had a lot of really good visual gags. What's your that, yeah? That's a plus. What's your grade? Um, I'll give it a B plus A minus. I know that's I know that's kind of sitting on the fence, but we'll we'll go A minus. So I I uh, sorry I'm trying to look something up right quick because I wanted to uh, 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 so for me let me get back on me right quick so for me I uh, I have a very personal attachment to Jonah I love Jonah I love stories with Jonah and. So as a result, I have a I have a very big soft spot. But there is there is like one thing that I also have a bit of a claim to fame when it comes to Jonah. <laughs> and I've been waiting to talk about this because of the fact that frankly it, it this was kind of one of the one of the most appropriate ones. So share my screen right quick. Mm-hmm. So this issue of a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is kind of my fault (laughs) and it's because of a question i asked on a podcast i was hosting a podcast uh co-hosting a podcast excuse me and i asked the question is there going to be a a a confrontation between jonah and peter post-civil war because this is during the post-civil war era peter's unmasked to the world and so the assumption was that this was going to be covered in Amazing Spider-Man. But the question kind of gnawed at Peter David's brain and was like, well, is there any plans to do anything with Jonah? And they're like, what are you talking about? And 
he goes, you know, the 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 uh, the the lawsuit that Jonah filed against Peter. You know, the, the you know, I is Joe going to do anything? Joe, a B, aka J. Michael Straczynski, was Straczynski was uh, doing. You know, had had kind of put that forth in during the Civil War arc, and he, they're going like, well, there's no plan. Joe has no plans for it. And he goes, okay, well, can I write it? <laughs> so ultimately, because I asked the question it got Peter David to start thinking about it. And then it turned into a story. So I have a very big soft spot for the life and times of J. Jonah Jameson as a result. So like I say, I, I love, I love Jonah and I love the dynamic that, that uh, Zdarsky brought. We kind of talked about this a little bit. Zdarsky's run in spectacular Spider-Man was very hot, very cold. Uh, very one of those that I I just kind of uh, I, I always it was one of those things where I, I read it and I had I enjoyed parts of it but then it was like other parts I was like God this really is not not my favorite and so when Spectacular Spider-Man got uh, published again uh i i really was like kind of i was like all right we're getting a, a true blue uh a true blue you know recreation and so it was it was one of those things where when the my conversation with jonah issue came out which to briefly show you on via visual aid on on youtube is issue six of peter barker's the Spectacular Spider-Man, this is the second volume of that series. We talked about this on and off the last couple episodes, but this is, for Jonah, this is an issue that uh, almost is required reading before you read the, uh, I would say there are certain issues that are required reading, and this being one of them. Uh, absolutely a required reading for anybody that enjoys the characterization of, of why Jonah and Peter are the way they are. And so, in this, I love seeing the pep talk. I love seeing that Jonah has the kind of has to have these small epiphanies because mm -hmm. there's Jonah is so ingrained and set in his ways. Yeah. And he's so, you know, like like the little bit where he's like force oh force I have it. He is so ready to just, you know, go back and being classic Jonah. But that's the thing because I, I do want to see eventually a scene with Robbie and Peter. Or not Robbie and Peter, uh, Robbie and Jonah together. Because that dynamic, uh, they really, are, I'm not saying they're symbiotic, but that their relationship really is that way. And some of the problems that that Robbie's having as a, as a publisher is a direct result of Jonah. And so now, you know, Robbie doesn't, Robbie's, Robbie doesn't understand, mainly because P Peter hasn't told me Spider-Man yet. Now, I say yet because, quite frankly, I think that that's being that's being built. I think that's after being, the I think after the kindred stuff, that's going to be one of the plot yeah. points that gets addressed immediately afterwards. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I I think once the uh, like we're at the time of this being published, the kindred arc is kind of reaching is 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 you know I, I'm crescendo. not saying it's a conclusion. It's 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 reaching the crescendo. So for me, I this issue I enjoy, I I like Gargan as Scorpion. I hated him becoming Venom. I thought 
that was a very bad idea. He was the weakest link in Thunderbolts and Dark Avengers. He was the weakest link, frankly. That that the Venomous arc of Marvel Knights first year. That's my least favorite arc of that entire twelve issue run. Like of Mark Millar's run, that was my least favorite aspect of it. Are we are we talk, are we talking about like the Dean was it D'Angelo? And then yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. then Gargan and then and then Gargan gets the symbiote, and I just I didn't like that part. Like that part mm -hmm. of, of that of that twelve issue, which is I think of the two thousands is is one of the most underrated twelve issue runs mm -hmm. of you know it was kind of like Spider Man meets Hush, but I and I really and that's probably my favorite Mark Millar story, truth be told. So, um, all that being said, Jonah's characterization is great. I love that this there was an infamous wrestling segment that is one of the most revered wrestling segments of all time. And I know I'm bringing a wrestling reference, so sorry to everybody. <laughs> but, I'll tune out now. See ya. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. We're all jumping out. Bye. Invite us back. Get some pretzels. All right. <laughs> Nevertheless, we had, we had uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson and uh, Mick Foley. And they did this segment called, this is your life where they kind of go through it show the different pieces of, of like Dwayne Johnson's life. And it's one of the, it, it's a, it's a ridiculous segment, but it's one of those that works on a fundamental level. And in that, in this issue, using Frederick Foswell's son, it was like, Oh, and having the deep cut of him understanding the, the things of the big man, where I kind of felt like, and, and, and Paul, don't take this as a shot because I know you're a fan shot. of slot run. <laughs> but he's ready. There was times during the last 15 years where we would reference little bits of continuity and not go deep. It, it was always like the skin deep parts of continuity. Whereas with Spencer, it feels like he's going, he's going below the surface into the subdermal. I mean, mentioning the big man's daughter story is a deep cut. And, and the way they do the deep cuts, I just really appreciate. And, and we're going to talk, I'm gonna, I'll talk about this a little bit. There's another deep cut that comes up in the next issue that I'm like, oh yeah. Cause like, I'm sorry at this point, Mer Aunt May is a black widow. Can we just say it? <laughs> um, but if I was to give this uh, great, the artwork is you, she's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's just, it's a secret power of Spider-Man. We just don't know about. Yeah, you just don't marry her because um, yeah. you will die, uh, <laughs> or or you will. Yeah, yeah. Either either the per yeah. Anyway, so Peter, it was May. She so shot I me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving this a grade of an A. I really really enjoyed this. I I enjoyed this a lot a, a lot. The lifetime achievement arc I think is is one of my favorite. It's a Spider-Man arc inherently, but it's very much a Peter Parker, Jonah Jameson arc. And I really enjoyed that aspect. So uh, artwork is fantastic. Ryan Otley, enough said, uh, it, he did a really, really exceptional job on, on the storytelling. Um, uh, again, the way... I, one of my favorite aspects of the PS4 Spidey game is, has, was the Jonah Jameson bits where he's basically playing, you know crazy talk radio alex jones type he plays like, rush limbaugh to a t <laughs> yeah. yeah like there's even there okay yeah. there's even like 
in the I'm not going to lie. There's even a little bit of dialogue that Jonas says after the first scene in the very beginning that I swear Spencer lifted re- almost directly from Limbaugh. Wouldn't, wouldn't and, and so like I even appreciate that subtlety of of like yeah, you know, if if Jonah Jonah as a talk radio host just works. Yeah, he does. Uh, it really just works. I, I think that that's one of the my favorite parts. And then we'll get obviously get to that when we get to the uh, the podcast Jonah arc later on. But uh, yeah, definitely a graded for an A. And then we get to uh, the next issue, which wait, wait hold on a second. Part. We need Paul's thoughts. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Like, Let's skip over Paul. Why are you forgetting Paul? Like, well, he the, died. What the hell, dude? Paul, Paul well, he, well, he you're died. Going to round so. us out. Give us your thoughts on this on this arc. I know you kind of gave some of these thoughts. You hate arcade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. I had. I, 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 well, I like. I have to give a little comments here. I'll, I'll make it. Make it. I promise. Uh, I like this arc. I, I think you all have. I can pretty much everyone for the most part. Um, what all pretty much pretty much liked it. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that like like what you said Zach, that that Nick spent bringing us a. He's giving us more deep cuts, but also educating. I think the readers. And again, if I, I was a, a new reader of Reader Man and getting into into all this, it's really exciting to like read and learn the stuff. I haven't go to Wiki, Wikipedia. That's the thing I love about a good comic book writer that's doing mainstream mainstream superhero books is that they can give us these deep cuts. They can give us deep stories, and we don't have to know every single detail detail because you can explain it to us and yeah that that as a read from when i was, was a kid in the early 90s to late 80s that's what I, that's what i depend on like the tom tom the falcos trying to tell me hey you know every, every issues are like we've been saying all day and all day you know issues is, is maybe someone's first first and you have to have to kind of treat it like and and i don't i don't i don't mind mind like getting a wrap of things it's it's how i retain information right so and I, it's in this day and age of just going to like, you know, Wikipedia, whatever, just, just Google something. It, it's nice to learn it organically in, in a story like, like we're given. And it's a, a reminder. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot about, about these different, these different spider slayers or, or, or whatever. I remember them, but, but it's like, oh yeah, this all makes sense, sense and bring that together. And we'll say that about down slot and, and about a lot of comic writers, comic writers, and maybe just brand franchise writers in general, which I've been really, really kind of just, harping a lot lately just, just in general is that the writers that just kind of I, totally, I think with with the mythos mythology you, you the writers that i t- tend to love i think they have the best best like impact on a story and this is a, maybe, maybe a no-brainer but is the ones that add to the mythology and build off of it, of it instead of trying to create, create their own all the time and it's, it's a balance right? it's always a balance but but i think af- after slot he did a lot of things that i think that are like Obviously, he's created a lot of new new stuff for Spider Man, which I I appreciated time and it got a long winded there. Again, maybe we'll do a special spe- spe- show about that. We'll we'll, 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 we'll debate and you guys can all you can all yell and I'll yell at you, whatever. But <laughs> I, but I will say that. But I will say that as someone that I I, I do love people build off the mythology instead of trying to instead of trying to con and do all this other stuff. Stuff Nick Spence spends a phenomenal job. Giving us what we, we want, Spider-Man fans, also taking these all these different, different things and pushing them them forward, and not in a hey, 
guess what? Remember, remember this? Not nostalgia way. I look up Star Wars for a second. I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, you, you know, <laughs> the sequel trilogy. I like the sequel trilogy, but a lot of people complain about it. They didn't like JJ, they didn't like Johnson. They have cancer, you know, bolt, whatever, you know. The thing is, is, and I even saw Star Wars, and this and this pertains, I think, to everything with with Spider Man or whatever, whatever, is that you you can't depend on just one thing. You can't depend on nostalgia and depend on, depend on burning expectations. You have to build off the mythology that that's previously written and go with it and create it new and make it new and make it fresh. And that and that's what Nick Spencer has done. He's taking the the Jonah J Jameson thing thing where yeah he hates Spider Man and then and then. Arsky went went back after Jonah already knew, and then one more date, more date, everything. And he gave, you know, obviously to say this Jonah and Spider Man knowing each other or, or knowing each other. The the fact is, he's now built that and made it did its own thing. It has actually made it he made it a credible thing where there's still still conflict between two characters. I love that, and that's what I think that think that is done such a phenomenal job of, and that's just a, a microcosm of I think the whole whole art is you know the whole everything he's done done for spider-man's bar is that he's taking these things and made their own even, even though they're exactly what he came in with and in that one fixing but he's just adding to the mythology and i love the fact that we get get there's a conflict between between spider and jonah that jonah wants to help spider-man and the spider need his help and help and i love that that's still even going on right now and that there, there's still like jonah's guilt is there and he's using that to again, again, give Jonah in, in good stories. So, seeing all all of that, and all obviously, obviously, the nation was was as far as what Jonah's history and everything, and bringing back bring back the big man. I think again, I, I mentioned it earlier. Wink, wink, big man. He's a big, big, giant robot. I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that was all great, great. And I think art was just spot on, and it really, I don't know about you guys, but you guys, but it felt that there was. He it felt like Ali came into his own. I think in these three issues, like it was like really, he he felt at least in my mind, it felt like felt like he was kind of drawing these characters finally, or at least Spider Man, and it was it was really nice to kind of see everything. Um, the way he, he's kind of he did it. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give it an A, an a as well. I love I love these three three issues. I I will say before we move on, you made a comparison to like Star Wars. I remember Red Letter Media's review of Rogue One where they like went through like the ATSTs and like <laughs> it broke new ground. And that's what it kind of reminds me of. Like, you know, slot slot kind of reminds me of like the Rogue One of Spider-Man writers. And I know that you like slot, so I'm not gonna like harp. I love Rogue One, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> but it, his his references were fairly like surface level. Like, hey, yeah. remember wheat cakes? <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Scorpion's back, but he's butt face now. Um, <laughs> and and then like, oh, Alistair Smythe, hey, he's back now. I guess <laughs> it, it felt like his references were fairly surface level, whereas Spencer's have a bit more depth to them. If you catch my drift, yeah. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just I want I wanted to give you the time, but we Thank are now. Thank you, comrade. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> so we are now jumping forward to the next two issues. So I will uh, get the right button. Share screen, joiner. Uh, all right. So we have ASM Volume Five Fourteen, aka Legacy Number Eight Fifteen. And with that really good Ryan Otley cover with the Rhino, huh. uh, 
Uh, too bad that uh, Brian Otley didn't do the interior of this issue. Uh, yeah. Oof. yeah. Big oof. Yeah. All right. So we cut, uh, we open up. This is called Family Matters Part One. Uh, uh, Nick Spencer is the writer. Chris Pachalo is the penciler and colorist. Uh, we have uh, Ive. I, I, Alve. Al, uh, Alve. 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 Yeah. Wayne Foster. John Livesay yeah. and Tim Townsend are the inkers. We have four anchors. We'll talk this about this later. Not a good sign. <laughs> this is that's and I couldn't really tell necessarily. Yeah, it it wasn't that it it they did a good job on at least trying to stay. There's consistency. consistency. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah, consistency no. between just, them. It just ends. I, any, okay, I'm I'm a, I'm such a child of the '90s that anytime I ever saw four anchors right. on a book, it was always a bad sign. No, yeah, yeah, like, um, what book was it recently that I read? Oh, Bendis's Legion of Superheroes. The newest issue had like ten different artists on it. Oh, not God. even counting, not even counting Ingrid, but like there was, two, there was a different artist for every two pages. And I'm, and I looked at that, and I thought I almost, I thought I threw up. I didn't, but I thought I did. But Neil, <laughs> no, but to fair, there are a million million characters in Legion of Superheroes, so maybe they needed ten ten artists to draw all those char characters. Well, this well, this isn't like Marvel <laughs> Comics one thousand where like it's anthology. Right. It's like this is like supposed to be all one. And considering how Bendis likes to decompress the hell out of his writing, that's a worrying sign that like oh, we don't even have the same artist for the same scene. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we we then cut to uh, Bagalia. Bagalia. I don't know. Magalia, okay. Bagalia. So, so we uh, have like this little penthouse, and we have this little man in a white and green suit. I was oh. gonna hate this issue. Paul, Paul's favorite <laughs> uh, character. Uh, Paul's favorite. Uh, yep, it is. It's, it's arcade. Uh, Craven the Hunter shows up. His his chest hair precedes him. Needless to say, uh, basically, Craven comes. Craven comes in and says, "I want you to build something." We then cut to uh, the fact that we all need a family. Uh, Kirk Connors <laughs> needs a family so much that he decided to revive his family with clones. And when they were using having clone degeneration, that he basically injected them full of lizard juice. I remember we laughed. I remember when uh, Clone Conspiracy Omega came out and we saw that. I think I was on. I don't think I was on the podcast, but like in a private chat, we all like burst out laughing at like I how announced that. Look, I, I think it, think it said best in Nick's little note on one of the pages calling it the creepy clone conspiracy and i think that that's oh, yeah. all that needs to be said yeah so nick lowe's little little note of yeah. the creepy clones so basically we're getting a brief recap of clone conspiracy if you want to hear more about that you can always go to uh spidey spidey-dude.com's clone saga Chronicle. shameless plug shameless plug shameless plug. no shame there's no, no shame. shame i have no, no there's shame. no shame in my no game. there's always uh, shame uh, that's, that's fair. jack zach just chooses to ignore it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I, I absolutely choose <laughs> to ignore it. So uh getting a brief brief recap, we got MJ and Peter down in the sewers eating dinner with, with the lizard. It's cute. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, I, I liked like, it. I like this. It's cute. No, no, I hey, listen, I have no problem. Hang on, let me let me finish the recap. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for you. I'm about to start hate. I'm ready for it. No, now, so, gotta, strike. In, now Paul has ball. to fight because he you you've you've destroyed all trust. I know <laughs> it's okay. So anyway, we have we have Peter and Mary Jane in the sewers eating noodles. Uh, Billy is trying to you know no, sewer noodles. Sewer who sewer noodles? Oh, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like prison wine. Trust me, yeah, to yeah toilet. Me, toilet. That stuff is potent because you can <laughs> smell the alcohol. 
as a person that's been in prison, I mean, worked in prison. Uh, yeah. I, I can I can attest to that prison wise. Zach without Zach without context compilation go. <laughs> Can't wait I, for I that. used to I used to be in prison. I mean, work in prison. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm going to warn everybody. I make that joke in the uh, the penultimate episode uh, penultimate fan panel of Spectacular Radio. We're, just gonna have a, we're gonna have a super cut of every single time you've said you've been to prison. Yeah, I know. So. Can we do a cosmic book news compilation? There's a brief argument between between Billy and and uh, Kurt, and Kurt because Billy can't transform back to being a human. So after we get a brief transformation of of, of Kurt uh, back into back into being human, we cut to Aunt May and uh, Peter Parker talking about how much Aunt May meant to her, and then we uh, we have Aunt May at dinner with her uh brett her attorney actually it's not really her attorney it's jay's attorney but because jay jonah jameson senior's dead well f in the chat that press f for the chat uh, basically uh, because he invested all of his all of his assets <laughs> for some reason into parker industries which <laughs> don't even get me started on this as somebody that used to work in financial services I, this is just a bad idea um nevertheless so we get to uh, they're at dinner, and basically, like Brett starts putting the moves on on Aunt May, and Aunt May just like will have nothing. <laughs> she ain't having it. She's not having it. She literally throws a drink in his face, and she walks out and sees that these two people are, or they see these two guys mugging this poor homeless man. She then grabs some, uh, grabs like it looks like a memory stick out of her purse, and then like uses a hollow projection or hollow projector of a giant spider. Looks like a Wendigo. Looks like a Wendigo spider, but it, oh, yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be a spider because you look at the, like, yeah. the, the fangs. Yeah. Oh, hairy, so like, like a... not, that has the subtlety of an ant. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, to be, to, to be fair, uh, Zach was, uh, not Zach, uh, Spider-Man was Parker Industries mascot. So That is true, yeah. Okay, but still. <laughs> anyway, so May decides to take pity on the poor homeless man and uh, takes her takes them inside for soup. Uh, the homeless man kind of kind of gives a little bit of a brief recap of actually who he was without telling us his name. So um, we then get somebody yelling, "Oh, I always wanted a table in this place!" But right right before that, we get the rhino busting through because the rhino can't subtly knock; he has to just horn his way into every situation. Would, I, would, I, would, I would kill for like if if Spencer ever writes the rhino again, like Peter's uh, just sitting down on the couch, and then hears a knock on the door, and just the rhino's just standing outside of his apartment, like "Hi, my name, hello, my name is Rhino. Uh, <laughs> my name, my name, my name, my name is Alexi." Please let me in. He's Alexi. My name is Jeff. <laughs> God. Anyway, yeah. Mary Jane, Mary, MJ and Peter are walking out, and then they're walking apparently by Times Square when they see they see uh, a superimposed image on the uh, over the over the Nasdaq, and it's actually yeah. Taskmaster and Black Ant. The plot convene the plot convenience jumbotron. Yeah, yeah. The plot convenience jumbotron. So so after a near a near euphemism joke, I say a near because it actually wasn't one. Uh, mm -hmm. We have Aunt May, you know, telling them they can go in the opposite direction. Then like Taskmaster's like, fine, I'm gonna uh, you know. No, I'm it's kill you. <laughs> like he's about to like he's about to like slay slay dragon lady, aka Aunt May. 
But before Night that dragon lady, well, he thinks she's a dragon lady. Okay, that's 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 the joke. So after he's about to like commit more mass murder, uh, <laughs> Peter Parker shows up and he wins. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wins. Yeah. Like, he, he shot to see uh, Aunt May there. Then, then the rhino shows back up, and he's like, "Are you in cahoots with these mercenaries?" Which Rhino's voice is the same as Craven's voice, so just <laughs> roll with it. They're brothers and, well, too, Chameleon <laughs> Rhino and oh, Craven. They're all one big family. We didn't get a brief. Uh, we didn't get a brief aside before you know. Basically, Peter's like, "Hey, yeah, big fella, I believe you. Team up, team up." There so, we go. Quite uh, the sound it, of that. It's you know Spider-Man team up, stock, the Rhino stock, and Spider-Man things you would never of, thought you'd say twenty years ago. Stock footage of Otley Art being clunkily just jammed in there. Just <laughs> yeah, that out. I, I did enjoy that aspect. Like like Chalo couldn't even be bothered to like recreate the panel. He just like oh just well, super. But hold on, hold on, Neil. You said in the last episode you kind of were like, I don't know if I like that. You know the one artist recreated the you know the the Peter and no Mary I know but, but here but here, is, but here it's like way out of place considering how mm. stylistically different they are sure that's fair that's fair so anyway we get a brief montage fight between Taskmaster and Spider Man meanwhile Black Ant is trying really hard to punch the Rhino in the face but it's just not working um, he takes out like a rocket launch no it's wait, just wait, like, then he takes out a Liefeld uh, you know level of a gun <laughs> yeah it gets okay. blown. It blows up the entire restaurant with Aunt May inside. Peter's no. like, oh. no. can I? Can I? I'll, listen, Boom. I'm not believe believe it or not, the contrarian that I have to be. I'm not someone who loves blows uh, Pacheco, Pachaco, whatever, whatever it is. Um, um, Pachala, whatever, whatever. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of art, but I like the way he did the whole when he, as Aunt or Blaine is punching Jean. The rhino yeah, in his face. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty cool. And the whole gun thing. thing I gotta give, gotta give credit. That was pretty, pretty good. Pretty mm -hmm. pretty good. Yeah, good. Those last two pages yeah. are pretty dynamic. Uh, we then get a letters page featuring our good buddy Chi Town Spidey. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, say. And, and thus began the rivalry with Dark Mark for ages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. So we, have the, we have the letters page, which is a, a really good letters page. So you gotta check that out. Especially uh, because I think because I think they mentioned Stan Lee in it. Yeah, yeah. They talk about Stan Lee, and obviously, uh, they also talk about Giant Town Spidey. You can actually see him a picture of him and in the issue as well with his wonderful family. They're very, very adorable. He uh, helped create that little that that the logo that's at the top right hand corner of our video. Uh, he created that what? and helped do, redo our banner on our website as well. So I did not know that. that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good good friend of the site. So we then cut to uh, a Deadpool. No, we're the next issue now. No, we're, we're, we're the next issue. So Amazing Spider-Man: Family Matters Part Two issue. Uh, yeah, I forgot to share this. Forgot to share the cover. So here's the cover. Uh, really uh, great, great cover. I have to say uh, that is a an exceptional cover uh, by uh, as a uh, Paulo Paul Rivera. Oliver. That was just like I think that was like inventory art that he did for something. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, we 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 haven't slapped the cover on yet, so we just need to do that. So I mean, the shading on <laughs> it's beautiful. That oh, cover yeah. really yeah. makes it. Yeah, covers one of the highlights. Covers one of the highlights. <laughs> the, cover. yeah, the, cover is, the covers are highlights of these particular issues. So, uh, there's the full screen. So let me just remove that. All right, so. 
we then cut over to uh, we're, we're picking up with Deadpool. When I said Deadpool, it really was me saying Deadpool. Yep, Deadpool. It's a uh, it's Billy Connors. That's what he's using to uh, to uh, hide his cell phone in his room that has things like uh, She Hulk covers and Ms. and Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel. <laughs> reuse stock art. So, so. I, so I, I will say, I if if you take uh, on Dugan's Deadpool run post Secret Wars into account, this is actually a really good continuity note that yeah. Billy that Billy has a Deadpool doll because Deadpool basically sold himself out to <laughs> right. fund the Avengers Unity Squad. So needless to say, <clears throat> we have a brief little montage with a preteen not wanting his dad to come into the room. <laughs> so okay, yeah, but, but I I need I need to know. Like yes, in in this panel, and I'm this a little bit of a tangent, but it's who the heck rents out like a club for their their child for it's like a sixteenth birthday? Rich yeah, people? yeah, yeah, Rich but people. like, uh, yeah, 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 I guess. But people who are like, how much you need? <laughs> so like, but it's a like when I think of club, I think of like. Like, like, yeah, like a, like a, yeah. like, now, yeah, like, yeah, six, yeah. like 6th Street. And Hobby oh. can come here and tell me the 6th Street is a nightmare. So that's what I think of when I think yeah. of a club. No, I'll, I will say this. Now, so when I say club, and even when I say club back in, when I was 16, 17 years old, I thought of the country club because that they would host banquets and stuff like that. Mm. But that my brain. I don't. Projecting. Oh yes, I can absolutely see, you know, uh, renting out a club. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I think Lindsay Lohan. That's what I think. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, so, I mean, we've, seen, yeah. we've seen publicly how well that ended up. Um, womp womp. So, oh boy, <laughs> his friend is basically is basically texting Billy back and forth. Please come, please come. So, um, Peter is frantically, you know, combing through the rumble, rubble, looking for Aunt May, and so, and I, and I, I always looked at my watch when I'm reading that. Oh yeah, so so Peter Peter's you know coming through the rumble and and, and black ants yeah. like wow guy must have really liked the food at that place yeah. like Taskmaster's like takes out, right. a gun. Yeah. <laughs> takes out a gun yeah <laughs> I'll, I don't want to stop him a gun yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Peter just like elbows him in the mouth yeah and just throws him across the room like he's a rag doll. It's <laughs> like not and like there's a panel where Black Ants watching Taskmaster's body ragdoll out of the restaurant. Yeah, he goes, uh, she yeah. goes Pattinson Batman on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So basically, you know, um they got what they came for. Rhino's mad, so we're now setting the setting up the heel turn with Rhino. Uh, so wrestling he, reference. Yeah, he even says like it's gonna come back to haunt me, whatever. On the yeah. finance man. <laughs> I already know. So, so that's another wrestling reference. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you, Paul. Poor Rhino. So, man. so oh uh, we have an enabler. Dug through the rumble when they they see this little catacomb that's developed with a bunch of people, and uh, you know, May's like Spider Man. Um, wow. And May's like, I appreciate the offer, young man. I really do. But if we're going to start getting people clear of this mess. You're not going to start with me. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, there's a there is one panel was you know talking about where Peter's like talking about never giving up. He learned that from his from his aunt, 
And so Peter is doing everything he can to just uh, get everybody out. Then everything starts, you know, kind of cr uh, crumbling around him. Uh, you know, he has manages to save Aunt May, but not before trying to get the homeless man saved. And so Peter then realized who the homeless man is, and it's Ned. Ned leads. We get a brief recap with various artists, such as Steve Ditko and uh, I don't know who the wedding uh, who drew Andrew their, Ross, Ross Andrew. Andrew, and then we had I don't remember who drew the that image was from. I think that was Copperberg or something. It was yeah, one of those think, guys. Yeah, I think it was Copperberg. Yeah, yeah. We have three different artists in this montage of stuff, and so and and then I think it looks like Bichalo copied a Jim Chung panel. Yeah, so like he why, didn't, why didn't they use the Spider-Man Wolverine? Wolverine or Ned's like photo slashed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. So Come basically, <laughs> Ned di Ned dies in his arms, but not before he says, "Betty, you have to protect her. You have to protect her." Hang on, uh, no one needs, the chat. Look, look, no one needs to protect Betty. We need to protect, <laughs> we need to protect the people from Betty. From Betty. Okay, yeah. she and I mean this in a good way. I'm not downing her i'm just saying homegirl always comes out on top true sure true, <laughs> true, true okay is was it a misprint did i read that it's is it is it always been dt like brand no no that was I, that was a typo and uh okay good the, yeah, yeah yeah i i will point out that like i, I is this the reason why peter has been screening betty's calls in, yeah. in like at asm 38 i think he's screening betty's calls and yeah. just, I'm thinking this is the reason why. Because I just want to tell her, hey, your your ex-husband's dead. <laughs> again. <laughs> your ex-husband's again. You, know? you didn't know it was he, back. He, he came back to life and then he died again. So oh. remember she went off but remember she went off hunting to find out what was going on with Ned. Yeah. And so uh, I think that's just becoming, you know. So needless to say, they uh Peter and, and May, they kind of go to a funeral home apparently and, and rebury Ned Leeds. Uh, we then cut to back to the feast center where um, Granny Robinson was, you know, trying to, you know, do something where he can give a hand. And so May is like, we are going to rebuild the feast center. Needless to say, um, we need to rebuild it because it became played in the new game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. played the PS4 game at this point. So yeah, um, is it bad? So needless to say, like Billy's like. You know, sneaking out of the house, going to this club, and uh, uh -huh. we then have the have the rhino. He's like, "You'll all pay for this." <laughs> so, needless to say, because Peter was so hyper focused on Aunt May, it yeah. We then get a brief a recap of what Arcade had been doing, you know, with the tech with planetary technology these days. So he's basically going to build around. Uh, he's not going to build anything around their kingdom. It's going to build around. Uh, around their kingdom, and it's a big giant image of Central Park. I think that, this is just a photograph that they like. Yeah, they over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So to be continued in the next episode of the experience, but not before we give our thoughts on these two issues. Kelly, it's been a while since you've talked. So I'm going to let you. I know. Uh, I was letting you guys talk. All right. So yeah, no, I enjoy this. I always love stories where Aunt May is not yes or helpless or unkind and cruel. Yes. Uh, so you know, I always like. To me, this is 
very much Aunt May at her prime. Um, I enjoy the fact that we, we got a little bit of the Ned Leeds clone action uh, since that was a kind of loose end that we didn't really get. Um, we didn't get any kind of resolution to. So that was nice as much as it's kind of painful, uh, but it's quick and short and sweet. And obviously, as I've stated, uh, Betty Brant can take care of herself. And <laughs> with guns, <laughs> with guns, man. No, hey, and I'm, I'm not. And again, I am not saying it in a mean way. Sure. Because uh, I feel like we make a lot of jokes. Yeah. But no, like she. It's almost as if you need a show to talk about women. I know. I. It's almost it's like almost. I need. It's almost like I need a whole episode Scratch about the marvelous woman that Betty Brant is. Begins begins carving into skin and make Marvel women show. Huh. <laughs> oh, no. huh. huh. Maybe, huh. maybe. Uh -oh. I got dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like for real. Um, my thing is is like that was the I think the one thing that just kind of slightly bugged me about it, but I get it because it's it's trying to show like Ned the clone has been trying to protect her and mm. there's stuff going on that we don't know that you know it, could be another story at another time. Um, but it, it's just the fact of, again, like I think my biggest glitch on it is just Betty Brand is that character that's always like basically had to claw her way to the top mm -hmm. to survive. And yeah, it's yeah. just sitting here like, why is anyone, why is anybody ever thinking she's feeble? Like, yeah. I guess because it's a casting <laughs> thing. I'll, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll be frank. It's because of the way Ditko drew her in the early days. She looked like she was seven seven minutes away from death. Well, that's that's like every Ditko well, character, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's, right. let's be fair here. Every woman Ditko drew looked old. Nah. They look like Lauren Bacall to me, kind of. And, and even <laughs> and even then, I'll argue that like most of the characters Ditko drew, I feel like if I touched them the wrong way, they would explode and turn into powder. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dang. Well, Dang. Some of them. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's look. It's just. It was the style. Um, things it, they moved well, but yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of the close-ups. We're not talking bad like, about Nico. We're just talking about the way he drew. Aunt yeah, May. well, I'm talking about Betty, but yeah, uh, no. I mean, Aunt May. Yeah, like Aunt May. I also like too. Like Aunt May didn't look young in this. She looked. No, right. Yeah. She looked yeah. Old, that, that's just that's just <laughs> Yeah. That, that is fair, but uh, you know, it's again she. She is Aunt May, which is also, you know, way stronger than Peter gives her credit for. So it's it's fun. I, I don't know. It was fun to see her actually have her brains about her and her heart. And I don't know. It's it's a good little side story before we head on into Craven. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, Neil, what's your thoughts? Um, so oh, wait, the right, wait, 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 hang on. Oh, so, uh, great. B plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that is yeah, great. Wow. You're probably, you're probably gonna have the highest grade out of all of us. I think. Probably. Oh, oh yeah, no, for sure. But like, I, I enjoyed it in the sense of it's a short, sweet yeah, little setup that just kind of touches base with Aunt May and touches base kind of on family. And it serves yeah. kind of as, it serves kind of as a launch pad for Friend Neighborhood's main plot. Exactly. Because like 
because the book had already launched by this point, I think. So yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it already had cancer. But but the, but 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 the main and they even have like a letter, an editor's note saying like, "Hey, go check yeah. out this issue." But like this kicked mm-hmm. off the main plot with Aunt May trying to get the fee center back up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think yeah. So, Bachalo's art really brings this down from like I I could take off two whole letter grades for this if I really wanted to. <laughs> it it's hard to sit through like. Mm-hmm. It's hard to follow, and anatomy is all over the place, and the panel and the panel composition is really hard to sit through. But you know, it, it's made a little easier by the fact that it's a very short. Like Kelly said, it's meant mainly to catch up on Aunt May rather than like you know tell any major plot developments. The only major real development is like figuring out what Craven's doing, mm-hmm. and that's and that even then that's more relegated to issue sixteen, which we'll talk about next time. Um, but I, one, one, one neat little thing I've been meaning to mention, and this is the first time I remembered to bring it up, is that I like that Spencer's kind of like making references to Secret Empire every so often, kind of saying, "Yeah, I was kind of an idiot when I did that." Like he, like he mentioned Boomerang, uh, doing resistance against Hydra. Uh, in this issue, he mentioned the Planetary Defense Shield. Mm-hmm. I thought those were nice. I think these are nice little nods. And even though I didn't like Secret Empire, aside from a few key moments i think that this is a good way to you know transition over right but um you know it's a it's a very nice little character issue but like some of the scenes were kind of cringe with ant-man uh is it jay's lawyer yeah <laughs> yeah those yeah. were those were those were cringe but i liked how ant May carried herself through them yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's most what, so it's she, most she goes back in the restaurant and she makes the lawyer pay yeah deal <laughs> Power move <laughs> again, again. That is like that is peak Aunt Aunt May to yeah. me. Of yep. no, this peak guy. Did, energy, yeah. th- well, this this guy is an asshole. So I'm gonna do an extreme kindness at his expense. Right. So I enjoyed that kind of Aunt May because it's it's the petty I aspire to be. <laughs> the ver- the ver- the virgin slot may versus the Chad Spencer <laughs> Ant May. Oh, wow. 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 Let's move on. Wow. 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 wow, wow, wow. Also, I give the grade. I give it a B minus. Oh, you give it a B minus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, B minus. So, that is his grade. All right, Adam, what is your grade? Uh, I think I'll, I think I'll give it a B. It's, it's fine. You know, the art, the art's like, for me, it's all over the place, I guess. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Uh, I guess I kind of respect it. Um, everyone's kind of, you know, cute. Like I said before, I, I, I had this joke in my notes, like stupid, sexy Peter. Cause like there's that close up and of his face and issue 14 where yeah, yeah. he's just like, he looks like a he looks like a JoJo character. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No! no. <laughs> JoJo's Neil, Neil in the chat. Oh my god! Um, what a friend we have. Jeez. Um, wow! Like like Kelly, I appreciate. Uh, I I appreciate uh, Aunt oh, May yeah, being yeah. a badass in this uh, because you know she isn't. She isn't just the feeble old woman that, you know, Stan Lee and other writers would sometimes make her out to be during, you know, the 50 plus year history. There's there. She's had real like moments where she's like, 
you know, she stands up for what she believes in and she gives Peter, you know, pep talks. And uh, it, it's nice to, you know, see that even though she, you know, she's looking, you know, older here, uh, she's still, you know, taking charge, helping out uh, in this, you know, chaotic situation. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, again, the art the art is okay. I don't know. Um, Rhino team up is kind of cool. Uh, Ned's dead again. Oh well. <laughs> um, yeah. I do kind of like the intrigue with the the Ned and Betty thing. It's like, what is that really all about? It seems you know important, like important foreshadowing that maybe will yeah. maybe it'll tie into Kindred question mark. Maybe see where this goes. Like, what's going on with Oh, snap. Um, I thought I thought it was funny. Like, I I I said, you know, poor Billy, because you know, he's not only is he like an awkward teenager, but he can't leave the house because of his lizard problems. And uh also poor Rhino because you know Spidey, you know, they team up, which is cool, but then Spidey's like, oh, I, I can't focus on him now. I have to save, I have to try to see if Aunt May is okay. He, he lets Rhino get put into Pokeball and gets rolled yeah. away. And that, that was, I thought, amusing that they keep using that image of him throughout <laughs> the issue, that same image. Like they just they just walk away. Yeah, like it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of like in uh, it's, it's like in Superior, it's like in Superior number thirty one, where like Norman just like walks away from the fight, and then Peter's like, yeah. "I'm gonna stop you." Oh, ah, yeah. my spider sense, and right, then yeah, he, he and just, then like, Norman just Norman just walks away. Yeah, he like drops down a manhole and gets away. It was like <laughs> he doesn't even do. That? He doesn't even. I don't even remember him going in the manhole. I think no, Miguel, it, it. I think it shows that. I think it does show that, but I remember like scans at the time didn't show that page. I think so. People were like, "He just disappears and gets away with it." What the hell? He, he, yeah, he just like walks away. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guy. Bye. I guess. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's... But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a B for me. Okay, a B. All right, Paul. I'm not gonna skip you this time. <laughs> I'm lost though. Thanks a lot. Um, um, no, Zach's, Zach's no, last. I'm I last. I'm saving. Well, you. Zach doesn't count. Okay. Um, no, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna give this a, a whole C. Uh, oh. it's, it's not. It's not great. Here's my issue. All right. So, so Mixer, I think a, a great, great comic book writer. I think these two issues felt like filler. And and though yeah. the anime stuff was needed. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, because she was being, being neglected series for sure. Um, at least in my opinion, she was in, in the in the first you know issues issues that we read or he was writing, and it was nice to get a kind of up, up to date with her and kind of giving ideas of what's going on with after Jay and with, with everything. That was nice. What I don't like like is that that, that there's like a whole issue of Spider-Man trying to like see if Annie's okay. okay. It felt like Nick Nick Spencer was in his wheels, like, oh, I gotta like figure something out, out for this shoe. Mm-hmm. So I'll have I'll have like three pages dedicated just like for, for Peter trying to save Aunt May. May. And and I, it just I don't know I don't know. It seemed very just just uh, like spinning wheels, filling up and up time. Yeah. I referenced earlier that I was looking at my watch. I'm like, what what what's going on here? You know. So yeah. So I for for me it's, it's, it's it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Great. The you know the art obviously is not my, my favorite. 
And there was some decent moments, but it definitely just yeah, the two issues was kind of just felt like a means to an end, if, if in mm-hmm. my opinion, as far as like the Spider-Man man, the Spider-Man stuff. Um, some things I did like, like I did like the fact that when the lizard uh, family is talking, they're discussing the fact that that you know Billy can't go out, which to me is a little a little weird because if if there's got to be a place for, for a superhuman to go in the Marvel universe at this, this point, I mean we've got. Um, I, I think that they're setting that up. Avengers yeah, Academy I mean, at one point, you know, so so and all these initiatives. I'm not sure where everything is, you know, from a, you know from a standpoint or whatever, whatever, you know, right now, right now. But it seems like he should go somewhere. But I did like the fact fact that they reference that you can't go to the mutant school because because you're not a mutant. It's like like thank you. Someone gets it. Someone <laughs> understands that mutants are not just traditional traditional people that turn into superheroes. They're different. So so yeah. I appreciate it because I don't like it when when people uh, or especially especially the movies try to act like well, deadpool's a mutant he found his, his power we'll, we'll give him his powers later it's like no no, no, no that's not i'm not a mutant it's not that's how it, how it works but that's just me it's just <laughs> being a you know old school marvel zombie all right so um that was i like that for whatever reason that's very my understanding um so yeah i, I don't know I, I think this is it, it, okay and then ned lead, leads they totally forgot that he was, was around around that spider-man <laughs> annual where betty Eddie, i think was saw him or something like something like that is, am I wrong? Is, am I right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. That's correct. So, yeah. He appeared that annual. So. Okay. Oh, you muted yourself. You're muted. Yeah, my, my, my audio went went out. So, I like. Oh. It, 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 sorry, sorry. oh dude. So, so uh, anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, he, so he, that was the rule? Yes. So yeah, so I, I I forgot about that thread, and I think we all talk about how the, the expense are really doing a great job of like tying up loose ends, like taking things and running and running things, and like you know, which we'll find out later in Hunted. I think mm-hmm. he addresses a couple couple uh, a couple things, and uh, um, you know, obviously in this whole series, he's Peter Diploma as as Doctor Octopus, whatever, right? So, right. Um, so yeah, so I, so I I think that was nice to get that, but I feel it was kind of wasted. I'm like, oh, did you just dies eyes really like there's gotta be more more to it and I guess yeah. probably, it, it made me me not just be like be like whatever about it when i reread it i totally totally forgot it happened i'm like oh yeah i forgot he died in this huh. again so so that just kind of made me go okay maybe you're right so i'm a little, little more forgiving on that um yeah i i i think this is a, a means a means to an end to get us to hunt hunted which i'm very looking forward, looking forward to about to be honest so um yeah, yeah. Keep see for me for me. All right. So I'm gonna round it out. I'm gonna end this uh, this part of the review. For me, I'm giving this a C plus. Okay. Ooh. Here's the problem I have with this issue. I'm going to share my screen because one of the things that I have a very big problem is this page of <laughs> all the pages. Because not only do we get artwork in, in in this in this page, but then we have all this wasted space, right? Like, yeah, and yeah. it's just like somebody I I could have put this together in Photoshop. Like it's that not bueno. Like I mean, that's probably how that happened. <laughs> but I just I just have this. Yeah, I, it's one of those things where I'm like. 
this is a great page. And it's one of those things where this the next page is a great page, the death scene. Mm-hmm. But it's just holy inconsistent artwork, Batman. Actually, can I say uh, one quick thing? I like that like throughout this, each like scene kind of has like a, a color as like the background, and it's just one color. I thought that was yeah. interesting. It, okay, so that, that's another point. Like, there's no the only detail in the coloring is in the actual figures, and then the, the background is it, yeah. It's very muted in the color. So he was also the colorist in this, not only the, the artist, but he was also the colorist in this issue. Yeah. And so I, I that's one of the things I have a problem with. It's that is that there there's no it's very, very bland, but also inconsistent artwork throughout. And I, I just feel like it it's one of those things where I just don't like how this artwork is done. I, I've never been a Pachala fan. I've always said that uh, it literally knocks it down a full letter grade for me. So, like, this would be an A plus. To me, this is a B plus story. It knocks it down to a C plus. It's passable. Uh, I'm glad that we're not getting Pachala as a regular artist. Um, I am not looking forward to nonstop Spider Man <laughs> at all. Uh, not at all. That's going to be coming out later on in January of this of next year. So I, I just feel like that this is uh, it just there was some really good scenes, some really good stuff, and then there's other scenes where it's just not good, and it's just the way that Bachalo's style is, and it's just not mm-hmm. for me. So as a result, I give it I give it a C plus. Um, I thought that Ned, I thought Ant Man, okay, so getting to the writing, getting away from the art for a minute. Mm-hmm. I thought the writing was very good. I thought I, I actually like, I've been on record saying how much I hate, I hate Aunt May. And. Okay, I, look, we, look, I think we all fairly agree that, you know, she, she's a little past her expiration date. Right, right. But. Right. I enjoy when people actually understand her character. No, look, uh, this feels most like JMS Aunt May that mm-hmm. I've seen, which is my yeah. like my favorite version of Aunt May is is JMS's version, um, where she's proactive, where she's doing something that's going to benefit mankind. I liked the concept of what Slot brought to the table with the Feast Center. I like that in the game. I like concepts of of Dan Slot of Brand New Day. I don't like the execution. I still think that well, that it's because Slot can't write women, but that is another rant for me at another time. Exactly. <laughs> so, I will say this: it's one of those things where I feel that the character is written well, like you guys said. So. Instead of it going down in, in, in letter grades to me, I felt like I like I say there's there's some I, the Ned stuff I don't care about. I've never cared about her yeah. uh, <laughs> own conspiracy stuff. I mean, it knocked me down from an A plus because honestly, half of a grade because I hate clone conspiracy. I despise sure. it. It's, it's it's my it's the worst story I've ever covered on Clone Saga Chronicles. Let me reiterate: it's the worst story I ever <laughs> covered on a show called Clone Saga Chronicles, which is oh, cool. no. awful. <laughs> Damn, Zach, Zach going right into it. Yeah. Scarlet Spider Unlimited number one. Like, like I hate <laughs> Clone 
conspiracy. I, 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 it was so wrong. It was such a wrong story. The, the lizard thing was like the least offensive part of the story for me, but it's still, I'm glad that Spencer's like not ignoring it because I was like, Oh, he's just going to ignore the fact that the lizard, you know, now my question is, is that implant, can't he just make one to where it makes the lizard part go away? Like that, that's kind of my question about this. I know it's going to be a plot point in the next arc. So obviously we'll talk about it more when we get there. But like I say, next issue, this, you know, this felt like it it didn't, I, I don't dislike three issue trades. Also, the other thing we talked about this in the recap, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk I'm gonna show this again. Uh, just this just needs to be shared because it's just so bad. Uh, this is a <laughs> manipulated photo. Park. <laughs> this is not a hand drawn image. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame him for not wanting to draw that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like I, I, I like the fact that he did it and probably justified it in a way of basically going, what, this is art. And uh-huh. <laughs> I just, I, I, I just, I, I don't understand. There's I, I, thoroughly I, I, I want to, I want to know like what happened when that was submitted. Like, right. I, I just, I want to know if, if anyone questioned it, how it got, like, <laughs> how it got uh, okayed to print. I just, I need to know that story. Yeah. That, that part, that part. Yeah. It is what it is. It, I, it's just, I, I, I just feel like I had to point that, that out. Cause it's like really, really kind of lazy. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just it, it lazy or genius. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what is art? <laughs> what, is- I, what is art? Um, it's one of, like I say, one of those things where uh, I, I I enjoyed it for what it was, but it's one of those things where I'm like, man, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. And so next, next episode, we will be covering and starting the Haunted Arc, as I'm trying to pull up. It's old. it's it's me, insane Russian with crackly screen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's me, a Russian that will try to try to you know eat your soul. And then, and then Neil's yeah. video feed is actually Guys, coming I'm out. Some, I'm subverting your expectations. <laughs> All right, so oh wait, that's the wrong. What are we do? Are we doing hunted? Are we doing no, hunted? No, I was just gonna show the. I was just gonna show the screen or the the first issue. So. Um, Guys, remember me me as I was and not as the crackly screen man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the next episode. We're going to start with that uh, issue. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. Guys, guys, I got hunted. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, you don't <laughs> I just, just want to say, I just want to say, um, Neil's video feed is going out. Paul's audio feed is very strange. If their powers were combined, I know. I know. Captain Computer. Yeah. 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 Let me do like a shitty like African accent. That's our oh. powers combined. Oh, okay. <laughs> not oh, no. oh, Lord. Anyway, 
So that's the, that's the next episode. It's going to be hunted, uh, road to hunted, and then the, the actual story. So I'll stop sharing the screen for a minute. Uh, final thing that we do on these episodes, I haven't done it in the last couple, but I was wanting to bring it back real quick. Anybody have any recommendations that they want to talk about besides Spider-Girl? Because I already know um, that's what Kelly's going to talk about. <laughs> I, I have one. Um, Mike Hawthorne, the guy, Kelly. Mike Hawthorne, the guy who did a uh, superior Spider-Man. Uh, he has a, but I believe it's a biography slash memoir of his life with his mother mm-hmm. in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called happiness will follow and it's, it's creator owned and it's made by boom. So if you go check that out, make sure you buy it. Um, it it would be good because I because Mike Hawthorne's a genuinely great creator. I've had only a few interactions with him, but he's one of the nicest creators I've ever met before. And supporting him would be one of the best things you can really do in an industry where good people usually don't make it on their own merit. Okay, uh, Paul, you got any recommendations you want to give to the fans? Paul, can you hear me? Paul. Uh-huh. My oh. audio keep, keep, it keeps me out, so I had to laugh. It's a long story, but yeah. Oh, um, Lord. For me, uh, I, I am reading a lot of, of uh, Suicide Squad, old Suicide Squad issues. Uh, John John Ostrander and and uh, Luke Kellen is that, is that his name? I'm so bad with names. Uh, um, so yeah, I, I have been re- I've been rereading. Uh, I reread the first arc, which I, I had read, didn't really care care for, and started rereading it again recently. And I love it. Love it. Great, and I've just been bla- blazing through that, and just been having a blast. Bla- I read Dwayne uh, uh, Cook's uh, um, Batman Ego one shot y- yesterday for the first time, and that was. I still got to read that. That was a. a it, there's a trade that has yeah, a I, bunch of different stuff in it. You know what? You don't need it. Like get I have the it. Sing- I have it. <laughs> well, well, if you have it, if you're like, well, you know, because they have a trade out there, just mm-hmm. find the one shot because it's it's literally just a one, like. 60s page yeah. um one shot did back in 2000 it's phenomenal like mm-hmm. i was blown away how good it was so i know it's a bunch of dc stuff but uh but yeah but but it, it, sorry. Right. there's no discrimination between dc and marvel at the exactly, exactly. So, so yeah yeah so I, I i i recommend if you're if you liked suicide squad or, or if you heard good thing about it or whatever whatever read those original suicide uh, squad mix they're a little date, date but I gotta say, I've been having having a blast in them, and then definitely read Bat- Batman Ego. I can't be- believe how that comic was was. That was really good, and I, apparently it informs the new Batman movie that's yeah. coming out. So yeah. there check you it go. Out, out. All right, so uh, Adam, what's your uh, to jump off that? I will recommend that everyone watches the trailer for the Batman, be, and uh, just get on the hype train because. I, I, I can't I can't wait for that thing. Battenson <laughs> is actually you know looking pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I I, I, I had some some reservations, but I was yeah. like, uh, let me see a trailer first. And those reservations, because look, I mean, we live in a world that hated Michael Keaton, and I still think he's probably the best Batman of, of them all. He is. So, um, yeah, I so yeah, I, I second your recommendation. Of yeah, watching. I uh, I recommend that. And just get hyped. <laughs> get hyped. All right, Kelly. Uh, always, yeah. always, always, and forever. Uh, Marvel Unlimited is amazing, and it's yes. ten dollars a month, or you can pay for a year, like I do. 
Um, and then I think it winds up being like five to six dollars uh, a month well if you pay for the full year. So I think because yeah. I think it's like 60, 60 or 70. But um, it's got all of MC2 on there. Um, and you should definitely go read it. I was actually instead of just Spider-Girl, um, Avengers Next actually features Cole Panther, which is the Cole Tiger, son. I think. No, I thought it was Cole Panther. Yeah, it's Cole Panther. Yeah. Is it? Um, yeah. yeah, it's Cole Panther. Yeah. Uh, so, which is the son of Takala and MCU, MC2. So, not that, you know, there's a major story there, but if you just want to see other iterations of Black Panther and your Avengers characters, definitely check out all of Avengers Next. There's two runs. Yep. So definitely check those out. I thoroughly enjoyed them. And, uh, you know, always, always make mine Mayday. Uh, as we're recording this, it's been one year since I put it all on together and actually wow. debuted the costume. So nice. They they gave me happy vibes when I saw that on your Facebook memories today. So that was yeah, that was nice. So I yeah, that was really cool. Um, I'm going to recommend a trade. Ooh, Hobgoblin lives. Mm. Okay, it's a trade paperback that collects the three issue miniseries. Great, great artwork by our good friend of our network, Ron Friends. Uh, Roger Stern writing this book. Uh, we talked about Betty and Ned and Hobgoblin. You know, he was the ho thought he was the Hobgoblin for a while. This is the story that tells you what really happened. Also has the really underrated, vastly underrated story called Goblins at the Gate, where it's Norman Osborn versus Roderick Kingsley. Now, I say Norman Osborn versus Roderick Kingsley, not necessarily Green Goblin versus versus uh, hobgoblin but got some really that story has some great john romita senior artwork uh on the covers and uh just a really great trade it's six issues uh the cover price is 19.99 you can probably find it for cheaper online it is a great great trade paperback one of my favorites uh i i love we, we talk about continuity <laughs> I'm, about to get, I'm about to give some very high praise to Nick Spencer. Nick Spencer is the closest thing we've gotten to Roger Stern in a very long time. Where he that is it. high praise, knowing that, you. Uh, that, that, that is very esteemed praise. This is the closest we've gotten to Roger Stern in terms of the way he uses continuity and seamlessly weaves stories from it. So uh, definitely check this out. Hobgoblin Lives. We will be talking about this story in a future show called mm -hmm. Forgotten Era, uh, the Goblins at the Gate story, and also Hobgoblin Lives. So that's kind of a tease for a long future episode. Um, I'm going to read Hobgoblin, Hobgoblin Lives for time, by the way. Oh, it's a great, it's a, it's a great, great story. So let me uh, go through our social medias right quick. I'm going to share my screen once again yep. and talk about where you can find us, of course, because yep. we're going to wrap this episode up. I got the wrong window open. There's the window I don't want to share. Okay. All right. I got way too many windows. So you can always go to our website, spidey-dude.com. And that's where you can see all of our live updates. We've got new episodes of AS and Classics. We got our, uh, we'll have some new episodes soon of 
Clone Saga Chronicles. We'll have a new episode, some new episodes of Spectacular Radio and Mayday Mondays. Those are all the shows that are on our various networks. Yeah. Uh, you can go to our Twitter feed, which is Spidey, at Spidey Dude Radio. You can see, uh, you know, the times I've live streamed. You have we have our uh, the new covers that I've done for the uh, for Clone Saga Chronicles and updated all those. We also have our uh, our link up there where we're talking about going to uh, talking about giving back to our trying to raise money for the website to uh, help offset our costs. You can always go to our PayPal, uh, go to PayPal and you can always donate there. Um, we'll put the link in the description on the YouTube videos and I'll put the link in the description of our audio versions of these podcasts. We got Mayday Mondays, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When, when, when is that dropping? I, I can't give you an exact date just yet. Come on. But very, very ah. soon. Uh, we got obviously, um, clone, <laughs> clone saga chronicles, uh, <laughs> got, got, got our penultimate episode going to be coming up very soon. Going to be recorded very soon. Should be out by the time you see that, or should be getting close to being out by the time you see this. So that's, that's that. Uh, we also have our Facebook page, our Facebook page, uh, as by radio network, uh, on Facebook. It is our, where we do a lot of stuff. Where uh, there's good, our good friend Daniel Dory is literally sharing something from our page right now. <laughs> uh, good, good shout yeah, out to Dan. Uh, so then we also have our Instagram page as uh, Spider Dude Network on Instagram. Uh, you can see our brand new uh, some of our brand new covers and stuff like that on there. As always, go to spidey-dude.com for more updates and uh, check out our socials. So that is the episode that Ooh. we are. We are done with this particular episode, the the episode called uh, Lifetime Achievement. And next time we will cover Graven the Hunter. So, part so one, stoked. I'm assuming. Part one, yes. We're going to split the hunted story arc. I'm gonna uh, let me say this before like announce this. Hunted as a story is all almost twelve issues. Trying to do twelve issues with the, this big of a cast or or any cast really is just very difficult. So we know yeah. that. And going into that, we wanted to make sure that uh, everybody knows that we are cutting that in half. We're going to slice it down the middle yeah. part one. Uh, and I will uh, announce that uh, on a later, as we publish this episode, I'll, I'll basically tell you how we're going to break that up. So I don't want to misspeak at least at this moment, but uh, if you're listening to us on the audio version, be sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Our YouTube page, um, uh, is uh, is up and running and online. So be sure to watch us on YouTube. You can watch our zany antics as we talk about dogs <laughs> and uh, yeah. lines. And you can see our. You can see. Uh, I don't know if you want to see my lovely face, but you you certainly can. Uh, you know, uh, everybody else's faces are much more lovelier than mine. But uh, it, nevertheless, goddamn are... damn right. <laughs> and, oh man. Needless to say, I am so excited about this episode. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Thank you guys for listening to this, the latest episode of the Spidey Dude Experience. We'll see you next time when we cover Hunted. Bye. And that wraps up this episode of Spidey Dude Experience. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our social medias at Spidey Radio. 
on Twitter, at Spider-Dude Network on Instagram and Facebook and Twitch. And pretty much everywhere else you can find Spider-Dude Radio Network. You'll find it there. Be sure to give us some feedback of this audio version of the podcast by leaving us a review or a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify or, excuse me, Apple Podcasts. And it's no longer iTunes. That's how long I've been doing this. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And we'll be definitely coming soon to Amazon Music Podcasts as well. Uh, we'll be also trying to expand to places like Stitcher and other places. So if it's your favorite podcatcher, be sure to find this particular podcast and give us some five stars or, you know, or less. Leave us some feedback. Also, leave us an email at at excuse me, not clones.com. Spidey Radio Network at gmail.com 818-925-6631 if you want to leave a voicemail. And thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time here on Spidey Radio Network.